0: And welcome to episode thirty of MSR Sports. I'm here with Ramon and Matt. What up? What up? How are we doing? doing great. We're doing not good because what is your pain? Not because of the Patriots, but because I owe Ramon twenty dollars. Oh, I me, and, about me and Ramon bet on the Dolphins-Bengals game, and I I lost the bet.
1: Not attention. I was I was rooting against my own bet. I started rooting for the Dolphins in that game just because I wanted Tua to go off for my fantasy team.
0: Yikes! Yeah. Well, we're gonna be going over each game, a couple takeaways from each game, starting with said game: Dolphins versus Bengals. Um, who wants to start?
2: You want to go, or you want me to go?
1: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Um. Well, there's not much you can take away. Honestly, I still don't feel confident about the Bengals. I said that this, that the Bengals won this one. This could be a game where, you know, this is where they get back on the right foot. But the offense is still shaky. The defense is not bad. It's been all right. The defense is um, good. Yeah, the defense has been good. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with Joe Burrow, man. I have no idea. But I said I don't feel confident about the Bengals team to the point that – I'm not even afraid. I uh, the game that we want to go watch them. I I kind of was under the impression that we'll probably get smoked in that game or that we lose. But to be honest, I think we can compete with them, especially if they're playing the way they are right now. As for Miami's side, um, I personally think they win this game if Tua plays the whole game. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. As for that stuff, uh, the Dolphins should be punished. Like this man was stumbling four days before that game, and they still cleared him to play. And not only, only the the...
2: the play, not only they, they had him back in that game, even though.
1: Oh yeah, same game, yeah.
2: When you're wobbling, it's not even like a, it's not a back or an ankle issue. That's that's balance. That's the brain. Like that's a concussion, and like you can't tell. Like I know you can't tell if there's a concussion, but like mm-hmm. you can you can use the common sense card and say that this guy was wobbling. So, I don't know why he was able to go back in the game or what, but thank God Justice was served. The medical person that cleared him is fired, and Tua has been ruled out for next week.
1: I personally don't think that's enough. I still think the Dolphins, you know, you already stripped the first rounder. Might as well strip another. (laughs) (laughs) They have one that's going to be a really good pick this year because of. the 49ers have a terrible season. I would strip that one away from Miami. They, They don't deserve it. Like the, Brian Flores tried to tell us how bad the, the how badly run this organization was. They're willing to do anything mm-hmm. to win, so I, I would punish them. And
0: yeah,
1: but yeah, Miami wins this game with Tua. Uh, Tyreek was still a beast, except for when he had to go up against Eli Apple. I told Tyreek Eli last Apple, week.
0: Apple literally fucking let him catch the only ball.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Hang mm-hmm. on, hang on. Let me let me make sure I read that thing right. I want to make, make sure I read it. Right. Um, oh no no, no. it does it okay it doesn't show any targets but it said Eli Apple only allowed one catch for seven yards when guarding Tyreek Hill and the ball was targeted there. Doesn't say how many targets, but he only allowed one catch for seven yards. That is some great stuff. I told you <laughs> Eli Apple so owns that Tyreek. Could
0: mean,
2: that could mean one of two things. That could mean that that could mean that he only got one snap on Tyreek, and Tyreek hit him for a seven-yard pass, or it means that Eli Apple was cooking him the entire game, and that one target he got, he just caught. I mean, who knows?
1: It's, it's the second one, the one, the the one you just said. It, it's that.
0: I'm not so sure about that.
1: I, I am so uh, sure about it. I'm uh, really certain um, about it. Eli owns. Do right, you want
0: owned. me to go,
2: Sam? You want to go? Or? Um. Yeah, you can go. All right, I'll go. I'll take it over. So, kind of like what Ramon said, Bengals just – they won the game, but, like, they still didn't look like – since they didn't look like the Bengals they did last year, even though, you know, a win's a win in this league and they're back to 2-2. Two and two, So, they have a big game, believe it or not, no matter, how, no matter how they look, they have a big game against Baltimore this Sunday night where they can take the division lead. So, that's going to be a fun one. And also, I thought the offensive line for Cincinnati, even though it's been pretty terrible in the last like for like the last two three weeks, it looked pretty it looked pretty good Thursday night. I thought for the most part, they they were able to you know it looked like they finally got it together. They were able to finally work together and not pick up blocking assignments that you know maybe they wouldn't have picked up prior weeks. Yeah, Joe Burrow doesn't look the same, obviously, but. That's not, that's not important because they got the win. What is important is the fact that Tua is like this. The Dolphins escaped this situation pretty damn lucky as far as I'm concerned. Because taking two severe hits in four days, that's life-threatening. That is life-threatening shit. And the fact that yeah, Tua is okay, he's back in Miami, they Finally, they finally, after four days, four days, ruled him out for next week. That, that, that can't that, that's stupid. That can't happen. Like, why wasn't he ruled out the second he was transported to the hospital? I don't understand. You've got to sit him. You've got to do the right thing. As for like it, like you said, Ramon, it starts at the top. This is a poorly ran organization. This is a poorly ran organization, and the play. And no one's gonna to want to play for you anymore. No one's gonna to want to play for an organization that clearly doesn't put player safety ahead of wins. So that's all I'll say about that.
0: Yeah, um like you guys said, Tua sh- uh he should have been ruled out, but Teddy two gloves is him. And we no, will he lead him to a win until Tua's back.
1: Are you sure about that?
0: Teddy Bridgewater.
1: They play your boy Zach Wilson and the Jets who you had winning the division. <laughs>
0: I did not have them winning the division. He did not
2: have them winning the division, but he did say.
0: I said that he they could make a Cinderella dinner. run, but not anymore. Because Makai right. Becton was out to start with. But anyway, yeah. um, I think the Bengals only won this game because of the uniforms. I think the NFL was like, you can't let them lose in these uniforms. <laughs> and there was a little rig- rigging going on.
2: Okay. All right.
0: That's it. Uh, All right. Well, the next, uh, game, the next we game we got is the London game, Vikings versus okay. Saints. The Vikings won by a field goal. Um, who wants to start here?
2: I'll start. I'll start this one because um, as far as I'm concerned, Jameis warm up the bench for my boy Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. He, Despite losing this game, I thought Andy Dalton played very well. He made the throws he needed to make. He even made a throw later in the game. They set him up for the at least a makeable field goal to Olave. Um, led a, he, he's led a few touchdown drives. Like, this offense has looked as good as ever, and they didn't have Kamar and they didn't have MT. That's some good shit right there, I thought, from the Saints' perspective on offense. And, you know, Minnesota, we kind of expected it. Justin Jefferson popped off because Marshall Mattimore doesn't know how to play defense against anybody except for Mike Evans. And um, – The Vikings made some defensive plays. I thought their defense was kind of meh for the most part. But, you know, I thought that – I don't think there's anything that we could take away from both of these teams rather than the Saints put up a valiant effort, but the Vikings came out with the win. I'm still not – I'm still not 100% sold on the Vikings just because, like, they're kind of pulling out wins against. Like, they're just pulling out wins. It feels like – it doesn't feel like Kirk Cousins and the team are really – you know, like, Kirk is okay, but, like, he just hasn't wowed me. Like, I thought, like, with Jefferson and Thielen, like, I thought he would. Dalvin Cook isn't really getting going on the ground. The line is still pretty terrible. And I think that if Minnesota, if New Orleans didn't commit a few costly penalties in that last Minnesota touchdown drive, you might be looking at a different ball game. So, yeah.
0: That's yeah. Um, this was the only game I was not able to watch because I was at work. But um, we, I gave know... pl- we gave him a play-by-play. They did. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that the Saints played pretty well without their top two, well, top one weapon on the offense. And then Kamara, who's probably top five in the, on the offense. <laughs> um, I do know that the Honey Badger got a pick, first pick with New Orleans. Sure. And, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I wasn't able to watch this game, so I can't say much on it.
1: Okay. yeah um i'm with matt the, the vikings still haven't really sold me despite this win today um but i will say kirk uh, i'm a huge fan of kirk and he has just falling off like like i we we know that kirk was never special yeah. and that he wasn't we he wasn't great but he wasn't this bad like the past year and the year before that like he was his stat wise he was playing like a top 10 the top 12 quarterback in the nfl like he was making the throws like his arm has deteriorated massively. Like, because yeah. he used to chuck that ball deep, and you're like, with those weapons, Jefferson, Thielen, even back then with Diggs, you're like, it's, it's over. Like, who's stopping that? And this season, he, the he's the wrong. reason why. Yeah. Oh uh, Yeah, but he, he's the reason as to why this team isn't going to be able to get anywhere, and why I think they've declined so much in offense despite adding an offensive head coach. Yeah. It could be Tiny... To get somebody new. Now the question is, will they have a good enough pick for someone new? Probably not. But you could test the market. But who even knows what's going to be out there that's going to even be good? I mean, we 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 know that maybe Lamar Jackson. That's probably the only guys of right now. Yep. And yeah. And as for the Saints, Sam, you said their best weapon wasn't playing. That's false. Chris Ulave was playing. Mm-hmm. Chris Olave is here, and I am all for it. I mean, I I wanted Olave. I mean, I think we all wanted Olave in New England. Um, he, he, he ran the one of the fastest 40s in the in the the Combine. I liked watching him in Ohio State. He was my favorite from that receiving trail, and I did not think he was the best. I did know that Garrett Wilson was better, and so was JSN, who's going to come in next year's draft. But I still like Ruave, and I'm glad that he's finally becoming productive and a big part of this offense. Now, and you look at the Saints, like, they have the weapons to be really good in this league. They just don't have – the two most important things. And not to mention, they also have a solid defense. The two most important teams things is having the right quarterback and a head coach. Yep, they need that. Because this team, this is a team that could compete for a Super bowl. They just don't have the coach and the QB.
0: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> moving on, we have the first game of the 1 o'clock window. The Falcons versus the Browns. Now, this game... You guys picked the Browns. I knew the Falcons were taking it home. Um, who wants to start on this one?
1: Me. Browns, I, I said it two weeks ago when you lost that Jets game. These are the games that you are supposed to win until Deshaun Watson gets here. Because with the by the, by the way that your division is going right now, you could have a shot at making the postseason. But no, you are losing games that you should be winning. Right now, the Cleveland Browns should be four and zero, and they're not. And I don't even think that I can even blame Jacoby Brissett for this, like because I know it was Jacoby Brissett. But that would be on Jacoby, that
2: would be, be the easiest thing, but it's, it's not. Yeah, but not like
1: J- Jacoby's been, he's done good enough. Like he has, he's doing well enough to do. To be honest, I think um, what's his name? Stefanski's coaching is kind of falling off a bit since winning that yes. coaching that Coach yes. of the Year award. He has gone a bit down. Now, last year he got a pass because Baker was awful. But this year, look, I know you don't have a good quarterback, but this team is still talented enough to win games like this, to beat the Falcons, to beat the Jets. Those are the teams where you're supposed to win. You have a arguably a top five roster in the NFL, and you are losing games to bottom 10 rosters, or maybe bottom 15 because I think the Jets have some players and you can make an argument for the Falcons. These are the games you're supposed to win and you are just hurting yourself and as for Atlanta again um these are gonna be the games that you win because obviously no one's going win this this season um but you're still like you're still um you're not gonna be anything special this year but I will say you look a lot like like I said last week you look like Detroit of last season where just let them get their quarterback they're kind of building a culture here they've got some Offensively, they've got some playmakers. And then when Calvin really gets there, it's going to be even better. The defense, I mean, p- player wise, it's not great, but it is coachable. I do like Dean Pease. He's really changed the way this defense plays as, as the players and their mentality. Uh, but that's all I can add for Atlanta that we know they're, they're going to be bad, but they're not going to lose every single game. They're going to win games. And here's some they're going to play a spoiler to some team seasons. And Cleveland, you're just hurting yourself.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this for Atlanta. I, I, I don't know how they won this game, to be completely honest with you. Marcus Mariota was pretty awful. Um, Cordero Patterson actually does look pretty good on offense. He, you know, he's taking – I think he's honestly in ways carrying them because well, I think yesterday Mariota only threw the ball 19 times and completed seven passes, which is kind of crazy because you would think that they, putting up 23 points, you would throw more than 19 times and only complete seven. It just kind of goes to show that, like, you might you might want to get a look at Ritter if you start to lose out. You might want to get a look at Ritter because Mariota can't be the guy. Um, on top of that, like you said, for the Browns, this is where I'm going to kind of go off the Browns a little bit. But, like, yes, like you said, like, these these games are winnable games. You should win these games. And it, it's only going to get tougher from here on out. Those four games we, we, we've been saying on this podcast are the most important games you have to win, and they've only taken two of them. I mean, that's not that's not a great sign. Um, Nick Chubb is like good as ever, though, and Kareem Hunt is even like pretty good. So, like the running backs aren't the issue. I don't think that the offense at all is really the issue. I think that they've played as well as you can expect them to play from four weeks out. The real issue, and along with Kevin's defense, a coach, that defense is terrible. It's awful. It's 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 regressed to new heights. Uh, Joe Woods, like I mean, he had one good half of coaching a defense. Um. It's kind of crazy that you know how much talent this team has on it, and I know they were missing Miles Garrett. I know, I know that, but at the end of the day, it's like the, the, even with Miles Garrett, this defense is still pretty terrible, and it, it there's no excuses for that when you have that much talent on one side of the football. Yep. Uh, anything to add, Sam?
0: Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Falcons, who were you throwing the ball to? Because – That's what I, I – just said Pitt, nobody. Yeah, so not, piggybacking <laughs> off of what Matt said, Pitts got nothing. Drake London got nothing. How do they score points? Zacchaeus S- S- Patterson, I believe.
2: Like, like, on key oh, rusher, my like, God. Big the Falcons but like, are but so still, weird. Like, just, yeah, but like, like I said, like, I don't know how they were able to – I then they forced a fumble at some point to give them like a good – red zone thing but like still, so like, like you can't like that's not a winning formula like you said like they're not gonna win many games so if, like I said if they start to lose a little bit you might want to see what Desmond Ritter has in the tank before you
0: I mean Ritter's you know, not draft. good but how huh? Ritter's not good but he can't be worse than Mariota that, exactly that's, that's what I'm saying like, we're not I'm not
2: expecting Ritter to be like a franchise guy But I am saying that you might as well see what you have in him before you try to like because like most likely you're not gonna like what you see and you're not gonna see enough to where you say, Okay, what is gonna stop us from taking a guy like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? Like nothing is gonna say that. But at the end of the day, you might wanna see what you have in him because he might if you like what you see, there's a slim chance he could be that guy and you can look at another position in the draft. So I don't um, know. I think you might as
0: well see him. To go back on what Ramon said, the Browns, you guys are not going to the playoffs, confirmed. I mean, it still can
1: because I mean,
2: Matt like, just you know, said no, to, no season. No season is no no one season
0: is completely over. It's just that like the Browns are losing you know, like, too many games that they can't be losing. No, They're but not. but
1: I I just realized because Matt just said that the Bengals have a chance to go on top of the division. I thought that Baltimore yeah. was ahead of everyone by like two games, I so two and two. I mean, if it stays like this, where because Baltimore's schedule, I said it wasn't that easy, and that we'll get to Baltimore because that defense also need that is atrocious. But we'll get to them. There's a shot that the Browns could have maybe five losses by the time Deshaun gets back, or six, and they could still have a shot at winning that division.
0: I mean, yeah, but I doubt it. Well, moving on, we have the Commanders versus the Cowboys. Um, oh, um, okay. I'll,
1: I'll, yeah, man, you go. start reading. Yeah, your boy Carson Wentz.
2: I mean, the Cal. I, I'm gonna give credit to Dallas right now. Like before, I even get into the Commanders because I'm gonna give all the credit in the world to Dan Quinn and that Dallas defense and Cooper Rush because. You we, remember I remember week one. Ramon and I are on here doing this episode, and we say this, this season looks like it's going to be in the rear view for Dallas. Like they're going to get through it. Dockers have come back midseason, but it might not be enough for them to make it. No. Cooper Rush is doing a great job of not setting the world on fire, right? But he's doing enough. He's not making mistakes. He's not costing this team games, and he's, able, he's consistently able to lead this team down the field to score touchdowns when they need to. That's all you need when you have a defense that is unbelievable. Like this defense is unbelievable with Dan Quinn, Micah Parsons creating havoc in Demarcus Lawrence as well. Trayvon Diggs is getting some turnovers that this team needs. I mean, everybody like Elk, Van Der Esch and all these guys are, they're all, they're all playing super well. He's in the best set of everybody on the defense. I think Dallas, as much as I hate the Cowboys, you can't help but give them credit with the situation they've been put in. And, Honestly like when Dak comes back he's coming back sooner rather than later. This is a really good team in the NFC. I think they can make a run for the NFC East alongside Philly. We'll have to see what happens. So, yeah. As, as for the Commanders though. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, like you have the like I, I like you had the defense finally show up to play a little bit yesterday. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to say your season's over because the harder, the harder games you've already played with the Eagles and the Cowboys once, you still have to play them again. But you still have some easy games that I could see you winning. So I'm not going to say your season's over. But I am going to say it's on life support because Wentz, in the last couple of weeks, has been under-pressured consistently by that because of that terrible offensive line. Penalties are getting them within third and 25s, second and 25s. Like, the penalties have to stop. And Wentz is having to run for his life. And, yes, he's making some boneheaded decisions with intentional grounding penalties yesterday as well. That's a, that's a direct result of the offensive line crashing and burning without Chase Roulier. Yeah, it, I mean, there needs to be better game planning. You need to run them. Because they, they did. They ran the ball a lot yesterday. They were able to get down to the red zone. But every time they got down to the red zone, it seemed like costly penalties just kept taking them out of the red zone and it just it just adds up like that you lost the game because you beat yourself not because this team beat you and yes i mean they they did enough to win obviously the cowboys played better because they were more disciplined and it just goes to show how many how much penalties can really cost a team a game because they were in this game for the majority of it they could have taken over but the fact that the offensive line and Wentz kind of were all these penalties getting them out of field goal range i don't know but i will say that I think you have, you have the Titans and the Bears, I think, coming up if I look at your schedule. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily out of it, but I, I do think that you need to some things need to change if you were going to make a run for this playoff spot.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um, 170 yards and a touchdown. That's a great game for a receiver. Unfortunately, that's what Carson Wentz had. <laughs> and he threw two picks as well. Trayvon Diggs is Carson Wentz's favorite target. He loves well, throwing so,
2: them. okay, with those picks though, one of them was at half because one of them was literally like within like, the last seconds of the second quarter when he just heaved it deep down the field. So like I don't Kenny care. Pickett was yesterday. Where it wasn't really his fault. But
1: yeah, but actually Procobal Focus isn't considered that a turnover worthy play. In fact, oh, they also they consider another Kenny Pickett's turnover worthy plays.
0: Carson Wentz sucks. Terry McLaurin got fucking locked up. That was yeah. offense looking great. That was offense. I, Cooper
2: Rush is I, I, him. Dude, yeah, they're, they're a good team. When Dak comes back, this team is going to be fired.
0: Or maybe Dak is the one holding them back. <laughs> <laughs> All maybe. right. Uh,
1: you still got anything to say, Sam? No. Yeah, um... The Commanders, this season's going out like I thought it would. I had no faith in them as much as I like Wentz. Um, I think this is the type of season it's going to be for them. Eventually, you'll get an explosive game another week. You're going to look like one of the worst teams in the league. That's all I got out of them. I want to say, Sam, I know it's four weeks, but you got to apologize. I was right. Remember when we were doing the over-unders and I said that Trayvon Diggs was going to be even better? Everyone ridiculed was ridiculing him, and I decided to jump off that train. I said, "Watch him bounce back and get better." Now he's still not the greatest coverage corner, but he's improved. It's kind of like what- J.C. Yeah, he definitely has improved. They have. They would always tell J.C. Oh, but you get you allow all these yards. Guess what? And then he he eventually got better at coverage. Trayvon Diggs has improved, and I'm glad for him. I'm a tra- I like Trayvon Diggs. Um, and I also want to add that in all my life of being a football fan, I. I've always loved to make fun of Cowboy fans and how they always say this is our year and all that. And I've always laughed and said, you are not Super Bowl contenders. I, even when they had better squads, when that 2014 Romo team, I, I didn't think they were going to win a Super Bowl. That 2016 with Dak, I didn't think they were going to win a Super Bowl. Last season, I predicted them to lose in round one to the 49ers. But for the first time ever, I am saying the Cowboys right now are a Super Bowl contender. They are in my Super Bowl – they are in my Super Bowl bu- bubble. This defense is phenomenal. Dan Quinn is doing a hell of a job. And to be honest, Mike McCarthy hasn't even been horrid. Now, he's not great still, but he hasn't even been horrible. He could be the reason why they don't make a Super Bowl. He could cost them the postseason like he always did to Rodgers.
2: I see I see as a more likely scenario. But Yeah, I see that. He's not, he's not losing them games. He's not winning them any games, but he's
1: not yeah. losing them. You know, Exactly. Dak is coming back, and I, I I think Cooper Rush showed Dak that you can. This this team still has uh, weapons. You need to utilize them because week one Dak was kind of force feeding C D the ball. Dak, you have guys on that team. You have C D. You have Gallup. You have Noah Brown, who has come out of nowhere, out of the shadows. Um, I still have well, hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, use them in the pass game. They're both good in the pass game. Pollard and Zeke. Uh, I'm still holding out hope for Tober. Get him involved. For Hoku. Uh, They've they've got weapons. The the Titans, Dalton Schultz, he's coming back too. This Dallas offense, if Dak can learn to spread out, is going to be lethal, and that defense is going to be great. And as of right now, they are in my Super Bowl bubble, and I think they are the second-best team in the NFC. If if they're not second and they're first, it's between them and Philly. And when that showdown happens in two weeks, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, well, Ramon, don't ever compare the the greatest cornerback of all time to Trayvon Diggs. I
1: never once mentioned Gilmore's name.
0: Never where. All right. Next game. Well, next game we have a quarterback duel for the ages, Davis Mills versus Justin Herbert, Chargers-Texans. <laughs> um, You know, I'll, I'll start us off here. The Texans' offense put up 24 points and still lost by – what was it, nine? Was it yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, 22,
1: 22 13, I think.
0: No. no it, was high, 12, it was like 24 was or something like that. 20, 30,
1: 35 24, I believe. This is wait,
0: 25. which one are we talking about? So, oh, wait. Oh, Texas. It was, Texas Char- it was oh, twenty four thirty four. So it was a 10- Texas game. The Houston defense just they they let Herbert <clears throat> fucking do whatever he wanted to them. They they were going crazy, but um, yeah. That's all. That's really all I have to say. Is that the (laughs) Texans' defense sold on them? What what is so funny?
1: No, they didn't because you look like you wanted to to say more. No, you look like you wanted to say more, and you just didn't know. Like you had no idea what you were talking about.
0: Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say except for the Houston offense looked good no. and the Houston defense looked terrible.
1: No, 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 no. The entire Here's... team
0: of Houston
1: – or go ahead, Matt. I'll add mine I'll get, after Matt.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll justify this shit, all right? Yeah, Houston's defense, obviously, as expected, was terrible with Herbert on the other side. Um, Houston's offense, on the other hand, like you said, they didn't – I don't think they looked good. I think there was one person in particular that looked good. That was Damian Pierce. I thought he looked phenomenal. He's finally showed up.
0: Well, well, um, well, Brandon but... Cooks finally realized that Demario Mathis isn't in his nightmares anymore. And he caught <laughs> seven recept- seven receptions, seven targets. So but Brandon yeah, Cooks yeah, that's was cool enough.
2: But it, like I've been saying, Davis Mills is not your guy. You've got to move on. Oh. Take Bryce Younger, CJ Stroud. That's all I mean and as for I mean the Chargers got a win that you know they should have gotten good for them. They needed it with all their guys injured. I mean it's gonna be a tough road for them because they do have a tough schedule. But you know, I I still believe in the talent of
0: everybody. Yeah, I think so. They have Cleveland, first yeah, mean, Seattle, Atlanta. Sam, they
1: play in the they play in the AFC West and I think they also get Tom's no, they get the NFC West, right?
0: They sure do. Yeah.
1: But let's well, Denver, things. that's a win.
0: Seattle, that's Personally, a win. Cleveland, that's
1: a win. Atlanta, that's a win. Sam. Sam, they have to play your boy Kyler. They have to play the 49ers who say what you want about Jimmy, but that defense is not really bad. Like they can still compete. The Seahawks look magically okay that they can compete. And then you have the defending champs who I know they don't look great, but they're gonna compete too. They've got the playmakers to compete.
0: They also have Tennessee and Indy. Which, and top of that, yeah, those are winning
1: games. Yeah, those are winning games. The Tennessee and Indy, but yeah, like Matt just said, Miami.
0: I mean, Denver, it's Seattle, easy. Cleveland, Atlanta, Vegas, Tennessee, Indy. Those are all easy games for
2: them. Yeah, no, I, I, but I'm saying that like you, you wouldn't be like I wouldn't be shocked if they drop a few. Like they, they should be fine. I'm not saying that they're, but but they're also going to win. I, think, I would think they won't. It's tough. to I know, but they're I under man through games.
1: I think Matt means more down the line is going to get tougher. It's kind of like our schedule. Our schedule is about to get easy. And then after the bye down the line, it's going to get tough. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, none of these teams are going to be the way that, like, there's going to be teams that get better throughout the season. Like, week four isn't a telltale sign of what teams are going to be the entire season. Like, it's still early. There's still plenty of time for people to switch it around. But, um, yeah, so that's that's why I'm saying that the Chargers, I mean, especially when they're undermanned, They don't have Rashawn Slater. Joey Bosa was out. I don't know how long he's out for. Keenan Allen, who knows he's if like he's coming back. He might come like back. It. Huh?
1: Oh, yeah, Bosa, Bosa yeah, he's out Bosa like eight weeks. Eight weeks.
2: eight weeks. eight weeks? That's not – that's not. Yeah. That's, that's a big loss. And, like, J.C. is – like, who knows if J.C. is 100%. Like, there's, there's still a lot that goes forth with this team. Like, if they can stay healthy, they would be fine. But the problem is they might not stay healthy. And they have – plenty of guys in the past that have been known for injuries. And it's like, it, you don't, you hate to like say that you hate to say like, There's, this is potentially to happen, but
1: the chargers are
2: an injury riddled team right now. And they can't afford many more injuries, especially because yeah. you don't know if Herbert's playing a hundred percent. So it's like, you, you just don't know. And you need people out there. And if they're not a hundred percent, it might cost them in the end, but I still do believe in this team. Like I've said, I, I believe that this team is good. And yeah, let's move on to the next game.
1: No, I, have, I didn't say my take. Um, Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I hadn't. So, Houston, that uh, I, I'm going mad. Like, there wasn't that that the defense sold the offense. The whole team in general wasn't good from start. And then they picked it up in the end once the Chargers had a big lead in, and, and loosened out on defense. But the offense was outside of that Damon Pierce 75 yard run did nothing. And they got most of their offense in garbage time. Like, this game was over. The. The, the Chargers have put it away. they loosened up. they're like, let's not risk any more injuries. We're already dealing with injuries as it is. Let's Let's just loosen up. The Texans started getting close and then Herbert and Eckler, they decided to clutch up and put the game to bed. But yeah, the Texans, the Texans play like we all thought the Texans were gonna be. They're, they've got playmakers to compete and look pretty solid, but they're not good enough to win. I we're, still don't know Davis Mills is the guy. I still don't even think Lovey Smith is the guy at coach. And as for the Chargers, um, these are the games you got to win this, because, like Matt said, you've got some tougher games down the line and you're not going to be 100%. So, yeah. All right, next game. Right,
0: so, next game we got is the Titans and the Colts. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I think Mo Alley Cox was the only. Colts offensive guy that looked good, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, he had two touchdowns. I know Pittman didn't do shit. Jonathan Taylor, I know. He didn't Taylor do anything because he was on my fantasy team. Solid two. <laughs> um two. Uh, who? <laughs> the, who Was it just Malay Cox and Alec Pierce? Pretty though, much.
2: I mean, I don't even think Maddie Ice was that good. I think it was just Malay Cox.
0: And then for the Titans, I know Derrick Henry looked good. Derrick Henry. I know Derrick Robert Henry, Wood looked pretty good.
2: Tannehill, Tannehill did his thing when he was. Yeah, Tannehill did his thing for the most part. He did make mistakes to cost the team, but he. Uh, he Burks, yeah,
0: that's big. Um, so yeah, both teams were having like a mid off. Not <laughs> really too much to say about this game, but you guys go ahead.
1: Yeah, other than the All fact right. that these two, these two teams, and the Texans, a couple a moments ago, and we talked about them. They just proved to us that the Jaguars are the clear front runners and best team in the AFC South.
0: Yeah, the time- everyone's take wild yeah, outlandish cake actually, is yeah. actually gonna come to life.
1: I told y'all, Trevor, I told y'all I, I was a huge fan of the Doug Peterson hiring. Um but so the Colts I have no idea what that was. You looked really good against Mahomes. Well, you didn't even look good against Mahomes, but you just found a way to shut down their offense for a while and be able to survive. And thank God for Gilmore, because you probably lose that game against the Chiefs and you be 0-4 right now. Tennessee, your two wins are against a Colts team who I think we've already come to the conclusion that they're nothing special, and the Raiders team who also don't look special. So you're also – I that's – Tennessee, there's nothing positive to take out of this for y'all either. Like, like Sam said, a team of not even mid, mediocre, like two bottom, bottom 13 teams in the league just playing against each other. And looks like, well, we can tell this, the Titans are probably the best of the two teams, or who knows what happens when they face a second time. But that's all I, I took away from this game, that none of these teams are good enough to hang with the Jaguars and neither are the Texans. This is the Jags' division. And because one and the one thing, the one of the biggest reasons the Jaguars have the best quarterback in the division. You see what happens, Indy, when you get a special quarterback. You do everything to make sure he stays healthy and keep him there mm-hmm. for the long run.
2: Yeah. Um. So I'm to take. I have a few things to take away because, like, yes, we, we don't think. I don't think this, these any of these teams are really Super Bowl contenders. One of them might stumble into a playoff spot. Who knows? But the thing is, with these games, I've taken away a few things. We'll start with the Titans. Number one, I mean, I think I think King Henry's back for the most part. He he looks like he like you saw like the first three two weeks of the season, where he was, you know, he was getting st- shut down by a good run defense of Buffalo, and then of course in New York, like he he just didn't look right, and it was the same with the wild card not wild card divisional round game against the Bengals. Like he didn't, he just didn't look like Derrick Henry. These last two games he's looked like Derrick Henry again. He's breaking tackles. He's run he's getting long runs. He's 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 becoming the offense once again. And like yes, I do agree that like this won't this might not happen if they can't find another source of offense. Because in order for I feel like in order for him to keep up this level of production, you need to you need to find another way to get the ball downfield. So you're not relying on this guy to get you down the field because we saw what happened with that last year. And it ended up being the downfall of the Tennessee Type last year when he got injured. And secondly, Tennessee's run defense is actually really good. Um, you know, I mean, I, I they've had their moments. Like, I know that Saquon went off against them week one, yada yada. Like, I know that. But ever since then, like, they've gotten better. Like, they just, like, this team, while it's not a great Super Bowl contender team, they just keep getting better and better week after week. And I think that that's that's a very positive thing for Tennessee, especially in a division where I do feel like everything is up for grabs. Like, yes, right now it looks like Jacksonville is the best team in the division, but I still believe that there's plenty of season left, so they can still make a run at the division, especially if Jacksonville stumbles or fails to take it away, which is very possible for them to do, even though I do like what they're doing over there. And my third takeaway is holy shit, the Colts offensive line is awful. I mean, like how like, it, it, like this Colts offensive line is supposed to be one of the best in football. It's been the way it's been, that's how it's been. That's been their identity for the last, what, four years? Ever since Luck went out, quite on like quite ironically. But um, Yeah, like Jonathan Taylor's not finding anything. Like every time he gets the ball, he's getting blasted in the backfield. Um, he just hasn't been able to find any holes, gaps, anything. And that line time to throw. So, yeah. Pass it on.
0: All right. So, moving on, we have the Giants and the Bears. I want to say quick congratulations to all of us. We all had the same amount of yards as Pro Bowl wide receiver Kenny Galladay. <laughs> so quick shout out <laughs> to all of us. Every, you watching at home, you had the same amount of yards as cool. Pro Bowl wide receiver Kenny Galladay. Mooney finally decided to do something. Um yeah. Justin Fields was he was there.
2: Sure, do
0: that's done every week. <laughs> um Daniel Jones, he was there. It was, this was this was the a battle of two great running backs, Cleo Harbert versus Saquon Barkley. And um,
2: both of these teams are two and one. Yeah. crazy to be. Yeah. Both of these teams will somehow found a way to be two and one going into this week.
0: Yep. Um, both of these teams are better than the Patriots. No. And
1: maybe maybe the Giants, but I don't know about
0: the Bears. Well, anyone else have anything to say because – Yeah. um, Oh,
1: boy. I'm not surprised the Giants are this good. Now, did I pick them to be this good? No, because of the roster. But like, um, not only was Peterson one of my favorite hires, so was Dave. I thought he was the best one. And not to mention, this defense, by the way, in in the Giants has been really good. And that's that they got rid of uh, – I know you all think Blake Martinez sucks, but he was one of their better players for the past couple of years – they got rid of him. They got rid of Bradbury, and this defense is still finding its way to be solid. Granted, it was against Justin Fields, but they've held their own as they've gone. And they look a lot like us, where they are not that special at receivers. They are not that special at quarterback. but And their defense is not really in terms of names. It's not very great, but it just finds a way to keep their team in games. And as for the Bears, I knew it, that this play of Justin Fields was not going to be sustainable like this. And this is what happens when you play a great team or a good team with a defense that can stop you. And so that's all I got to take from this. The Giants are 3-1, and one and I'm, I'm still with it. Get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud under center here. This team is competing for the postseason next season. And as for the Bears, uh, you still got a lot of work to do. And Fields, I don't know if we're ready to proclaim you there yet. Have a lot of work to do as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, the only takeaways I have from this game is that I mean, yes, like like you've been saying the Giants' defense has been very good throughout four weeks. Have they played the best offenses? Not really, but it's still something that they can hang. Like this is probably the best stretch of Giants football in the last like five years. Like they're they're, they're not used to having three and one starts to seasons. They're used to zero and four starts and one and three starts and shit like that. So like. You know, like as much as we hate giants, as much as we hate the Giants, like they're, you know, like fans got to be feeling at least hopeful about the future, like like with Dable at the helm. But if they're not careful enough with this, they might have really costed themselves Bryce Young or CJ Stroud if they're not careful enough. Because I think this team is going to be decent this year. I think that they could win a few more games. Um, and I don't think that they're going to be in range to take either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Like, will they get like Will Levis? Maybe. Who knows? But yeah, they get the finger? mayor lover. Did you see his finger? Oh yeah, I did. Him? I that did. Is, like,
1: Fine. See. Well, then they yeah. can get uh, they can get Matt's voice, Stetson Bennett.
2: i and Ramon. I'm I've hated Stetson Bennett all along. <laughs> I just wanted like <laughs> I just wanted to piss you off. I have hated that guy all along. But regardless, regardless like I, and I said I've been saying this throughout the first 3 weeks of the season, season so far now fourth Justin Fields is just not a good passer like he's not a good passer like you have to something has to change there and you're maybe thinking oh there's no weapons around him no 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 it is it is the bears receivers have had one of the best yards per separation or like separation yards whatever the stat is they've had they've they've gotten open and fields hasn't hit him so it's not it's not a weapons problem it's not a play call problem because the receivers are getting open like maybe it's the all line but I, I but i doubt it i just what i've seen so far fields is not a good passer like i, I don't know what it is i think that's, that that's all i can say and that you're probably going to start to go down a losing streak bears prop most likely because your schedule does get a little bit tougher as you Go throughout the season, but, um, yeah. Oh man, I like said that,
1: uh, that yards per separation side of the wide receivers. It's only gonna get worse when Nikhil Harry gets here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, okay. Moving on, we have the Eagles versus the Jaguars. I have two takeaways from both teams here. Go the ahead, Eagles. Miles Sanders looked great. Yeah. Um, also for the Eagles, they are looking like the best team in football. Well, they are the best team in football, but they are looking like they could stay this way for a pretty, pretty long, long while.
1: Week six, it all comes crashing down.
0: Well, and then for the Jaguars, their defense looked great. Uh-oh. And T-Law had four fucking fumbles.
2: Five turnovers. Is the fantasy lost? score speaks for itself.
1: It's not I his mean, fault.
0: There he had more fumbles than there than there has been hours since noontime. <laughs> that is wild. That's
2: great. Yeah, it's it's not great. But uh yeah, yeah. the fumbles. Matt, you uh, keep
0: going in and out. I don't know if it's like that for our but yeah, it is. He keeps. Yeah, like sometimes. You're sometimes you
1: sound very loud, and sometimes you sound buffed.
0: All right, so we
2: will just continue to go on. If that, if not, I'll make an adjustment. But you sound good Um now. Yeah. Okay. okay so, not... with the ball Wars anyway, like yes, Trevor Lawrence had what four fumbles, five picks. I mean, not a great game for him. However, he was playing in the elements. The ball is slippery. I mean. It's not going to be like this for the entirety of the season. It was just one bad game. He looked decent passing-wise. He just needs to hold on to the football and the elements, and he'll be fine. And as for Philadelphia, I mean, I was a little bit. I wasn't, like, that impressed. Like, I know Miles Sanders looked good and all that, but, like, you forced five turnovers against Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, and you only let up – you only won by one possession. Like – Jalen Hurts, like, he didn't look bad, but he didn't – like, he, he like obviously didn't set the world on fire because of the elements. He looked kind of like the older Jalen Hurts that we've been accustomed to seeing the last couple years, which is okay because there's it's enough for them to win the game because they're a good team. But I can't help but think I wanted to see a little bit more if he forced five turnovers in the game. That's all I've got to say.
1: Um. So, yeah, I, I, first of all, I don't think you can get – Blame so much on the Jaguars. Like, although the Jaguars are the best in their division, I still don't think their roster matches up with some of the more elite rosters in the league. And that's what the Eagles have. They have an elite roster. And I am with Matt. This was a pretty disappointing game by Jalen Hurts and the Eagles in general because they struggled that a bit. And I know some of the credit needs to go to Jacksonville because, by the way, that Jacksonville defense, it's I believe, I don't know if it still is, but it's number one in the league in takeaways. And it started like that because I think they would, well, they started off with a pick, right, on Jalen Hurts in the beginning. What up? Yeah, Andre Sisco pick six, yeah. um, But yeah, so they, the Eagles, they weren't as impressed. I still think they're a great team, but that's why I'm not ready to proclaim them. Sam says the best team in the league, no. I'd still take a lot of teams in the AFC ahead of them, and I think I'm taking Dallas. Remember, I, I believe that Dallas would repeat as division champ, even though it's not a, a thing that happens in that division. Would not be shocked if the Eagles lay a dud against Dallas in two weeks. That's going to be probably – I don't know who they play this week, but um, ne- next week week six, that's going to be the Eagles' first big test. They're going to take on one, a team that I think matches up well with them. And we'll find out the real deal in Philly there. But, yeah, this was not impressive by them. And um, as for the Jaguars side, like you're, you guys are getting there. You're not there yet, but – no, you should, you should nothing to really be upset about. You competed with one of the better teams in the league. And uh, Trevor, yeah, you do have to learn to hold on to the ball. Um, Now, most of it could also be the fact that that Eagles defense compared to that Jacksonville offense, you knew he was going to be under pressure all day. But for for the yeah. beginning part of it, he was able to hang on for a while. So that's all i got to say on that one.
2: That bleed. Like they, they, were doing, they were fine. And then Trevor just started losing the football. And I will say for Philadelphia as well is that – like, yes, like they're four and they're the only undefeated team in the NFL. But I mean, for me, to, like you were saying, like for me to say that they're the best team in the NFL, like I don't think there's been a game where they have put together four dominating quarters. You know what I'm saying? Like, do, like, there's been games where they've put together a great half, but like, even like games, like especially like this game, like they put together a great half, they and, like it was a good, more like a good second and third quarter. Against the Commanders, it was a good first half, and they used that to win. And then against Minnesota, it was the same thing, for the, especially for the offense. It was a great first half, and they couldn't put anything else on the board. Like, they've got to put some points on the board, and they've got to close out games, because these games are ending way too close for me to say that these, this team is the best team in the league.
0: Yeah. All right, well, moving on, we have the Jets and the Steelers. Um, I mean... Zach Wilson looked pretty good when he
2: back. He, looked good. he wasn't great uh, throughout the rest of the game, but he looked good in the fourth quarter.
0: Reese Hall looked all right. Um, the Steelers. George Pickens did pretty well. Uh, Kenny Pickett came in, and he threw the football. <laughs> both and, teams. It never touched, and it never times. touched the ground. He threw the football to both teams. Plenty of times, sharing the ball all the way around. He's a great guy, giving everybody a chance. That's all I gotta say about this this game.
1: Oh. Um,
2: I, I go because I wanna I wanna kind of so like what I like because Zach Wilson's return. I don't think he looked great. I don't think that uh, he, but he didn't look bad either. In the fourth quarter, he started to pick it up a little bit when he, you know, the what do you call it? when they kind of choked away the game. Pittsburgh had this game unlocked once again, and the Jets just kind of found a way to come back and take this game. And it, it always starts with a Corey Davis touchdown for some reason. I don't know why, but it, it always does. And then as for Pittsburgh, I mean, congratulations. I didn't think you had it in you. but you benched Mitch Trubisky and brought in Kenny Pickett and – Yes, Kenny Pickett, let's address the elephant in the room. Kenny Pickett threw three picks, but I'm going to say, like, none of them are quite his fault, really. I don't think there was a bad throw in any of those picks because at the end of the day, some of them were dropped by the receivers, and one of them was that end game thing where he just heaved it down the field and prayed one of his receivers made a play. Um, Pickett got two rush touchdowns, which is cool. Um, the offense was, looked like it was actually moving with Kenny Pickett in there. And, yes, I'm aware that there was no film on how to stop Kenny Pickett in the NFL yet, but it's at least a positive sign for a Steelers offense that has been sleeping for the majority of the four seasons. And, um, I, think I mean, well, you got a little bit lucky with the win once again. I mean, it kind of looks bad without T.J. Watt. Lincoln was a little bit shaken up yesterday, even though we got a pick six. Oh, no, not Picky didn't get two rushing touchdowns. He got one. Am I correct? He got no, he got, he got two. He got
1: two. He got, he got, two. Two. He got two. And the second one yeah. was more like – that one was a sneak, and then the other one was like a three-yard run.
2: Okay. Wait a minute. So, how did they – didn't they score 20? Wasn't the final score?
1: Yeah, two touchdowns and then two field goals. Didn't
2: Lincoln get a pick six, though? No? Oh, no, he didn't. They took it away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um – Okay, so and as for like I said, like this is another team whose season is on life support. I mean, Nashi doesn't look like the same player he was a year ago. And next, the next two weeks, choking away this Jets game might be your might be your and this might be your death sentence because you have got to go up against Buffalo and then you've got to go up against Tampa Bay. So good luck to you in those games, the rookie QB. It's gonna be a fun one.
1: Yeah. yeah um, The Jets, yeah they, Zach Wilson's return Was not, he wasn't really As good in the game um, I honestly, I think Joe Flacco Looked better When he played, and I also Zach Wilson, um, you know you have Two receivers better than Corey Davis, called Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson You might want to throw to them more you maybe would look better in your stats, and you'd probably uh, score more than 20 on a Steelers team that had Trubisky doing terrible. Other side for the Steelers, you can't really uh, be, uh, blame uh, Kenny Pickett for any of those picks. They were all in his receivers' hands, and they just couldn't hold on to the big hit. And also, he's also a rookie who was put into the game. Like, you don't look good in your first game. Like, you're nervous, but he didn't even look bad. He, he played it smart. He tried his best to avoid turnovers, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, Although the turnovers happened, again, like we've already just said, they weren't his fault. And then he had the two rushing touchdowns, which we know he can run a bit with his legs. And I'm glad that he got George Pickens involved in that offense because George Pickens is really talented. And you see Pittsburgh, you see how you can get him going when you have an actual quarterback throwing him the football. This is good for the Pittsburgh offense, but like Matt said – you do have the Bills next week in what could be Kenny's debut because I'll, I would not be shocked if, what's his name, Tomlin decides to – I
0: think you should
2: look to start Kenny Pickett because yeah. you know that your offense isn't going to move with Mitch Trubisky, so you might as well – like you know you're going to lose against Buffalo with Mitch Trubisky. Then. You might as well see what, if Kenny Pickett can pull a round out of his hat and see if he can pull out a win. But it, like I said, it's not looking great for Pittsburgh right now, especially because they have Buffalo and Tampa Bay coming up. So we'll
1: No, see they can what, win Tampa Bay. But, but Moving yeah. So on. I, I'm just happy Kenny's playing. I've been wanting him to play. I think they could have won that game, but it's what it is. What it is.
0: Moving on to the Ravens Bills game. The, yes. The Ravens, you had the lead. Had the lead. The Ravens. I mean, well, I want one more round of applause. The Ravens, you have a preseason dynasty going. <laughs> uh, never,
1: never lost,
0: yeah. You know, not much to say except that the Ravens, you had one job for us and you couldn't do it.
1: Well, I mean, even had they won, it still stuck for us. So we we lost, um, yeah, yeah. yeah much better. Baltimore is in my Super Bowl bubble because of Lamar, but their downfall is going to be that defense. Like, that is three games in a row where their defense has, like, kind of – well, actually, no, not three in a row. I forgot that. their defense came up – because apparently everybody's defense is great against us. Thanks a lot, Matt, Patricia. Um, but that's two games in their last three weeks where the defense have sold big leads. They were up by – what was it, 21 against Miami and proceeded to allow, I believe – they proceeded to allow 28 touchdown, 28 points in the fourth quarter. They were up by 20 on the bills and decided to allow 20 to blow it. I know a lot of people are going to look at this to blame Lamar. I personally, I don't get the coaching call. like I would have kicked the field goal. I don't. It was four free go and it wasn't even a close four free go. I don't get the call. Now I know the pop, John Hardrock said we did if we, if we get a field goal, what if uh, Josh Allen goes down the field and scores, which is what he kind of did. And yes, yeah, sir. Sure. I guess you wanted to let this game be in the hands of your best player, which I don't really mind that much. But, like, I don't think everybody uh, getting mad at blaming this on Lamar, it's not his fault. This is on the coaching, especially defensively, because that defense is too good to be, like, I get you're playing the Bills, but it's too good to be blowing leads consistently. And as for Buffalo, um, be honest, I really thought you guys were going to look way – I thought you were going to want to crush the – Crush the uh, Ravens because of how bad you because of how you lost to Miami that you wanted to just come hang it in Baltimore, but you didn't. I still I still think you're going to be good, but again, you're you're kind of a you play one style. If you you can't dominate in the first quarter, these games get competitive and really close for y'all. Which you you at least have a seventy five percent chance of pulling them off because Josh Allen is your quarterback. But yeah, that's all I got for those.
0: One thing before Matt goes is that I really hope Matt doesn't sound like this at like after.
1: Oh, I think it is going to. Oh boy.
2: Is it bad? It's brilliant. Yeah. Is it like a? What is it
0: like a? You just sometimes you're underwater and then you're fine and then you're underwater and then you're fine.
1: Yeah, you're muffin, you're not. Look, you want you want to stop this, and then we start a new one and see if he gets better.
0: It's up to you guys.
2: I might have a solution. Hang on one second. All right, do I sound better now? Or? Yeah, still. Yeah, you um, do. Uh, all right, so it's definitely the air. What was the thing. problem? I had my AirPods in.
0: Hmm. Were you like laying down? Like it literally no, sounded like, like No, I wasn't. I'm sitting. That's I'm like sitting what it up. sounded like when like you're like blankets, like, like over like covering. a mic. Yeah. Like, like when uh, Armon has his blanket over his mic and like you can't hear a word he's saying. Uh, like, be, like, <laughs> sound, like- okay. All right.
2: So, where are we on Buffalo, Baltimore? Okay. So. Yeah. As for this game, I mean, this is a game in the elements, like Jacksonville game. So, the, like, yes, you're not going to be playing your best football in the elements. Um. Yes, we know Lamar threw a pick, but at the end of the day, like you said, I think I would have kicked the field goal there because if you go up by 13, yeah, they might score, they might still score a touchdown or whatever. But like at the end of the day, at the end of the game where they won by that last second field goal, they could, they might have had to, if they did that, they might have gone for a touchdown and made a mistake or you go play for OT. So the lesson here is if you're not, if you're not going to win by six, if you're not going to go up by six in the fourth quarter, with a couple minutes left, like, you might as well just kick the field goal, take your points. Um, I don't really have much to take away from this game besides the fact that none of these offenses were really playing up to their full potential because of the elements. And, you know, you don't really know how – because the elements kind of screw everything up because we saw the Bears take a W against San Fran in the elements, which if that was a sunny game, you probably don't see that. So – and you probably don't see in a sunny game Trevor Lawrence fumble the football four times, but you know, the Bills got the win. It's unfortunate. Um, I still think the Ravens and Bills are both good teams. I don't think this is how you can represent any of those teams because I think both of these teams are going to be very good by the time January rolls around and going into
0: the playoffs. So, that's all i have there.
1: All right. What's up next, Matt, Sam?
0: Uh, next up, we have the Seahawks and the Lions, ladies and gentlemen, we have a scorigami. We have
2: a gami. Yes, we
0: do. No defense.
1: If, if you if you like defense, you don't, you don't want to watch that game.
0: Unfortunately for these teams, game. their defense did not make the trip. And it's just an <laughs> offensive battle. Yeah. Um,
1: the what was better, guys? This game or the Rams-Chiefs Monday night?
0: Rams Chiefs, one Rams day. Chiefs, because that's probably the best game I've ever watched. The defense,
2: at least with the Rams, the
0: defense Chiefs scored.
2: Game. Yeah, exactly. The defense was actually making
0: plays in that game. Like this game, the score yes, was not only off.
2: Yes, Tariq Woolen got a pick six, but like this game was just like every play. It was like, holy shit, how is this defense so bad? How, like, I, and the lion, and then like the Lions offense was injured. Like, they didn't have Amon Ra, they didn't have the DeAndre Swift, they didn't have DJ Chark.
0: But they and, had Jamal Williams. I can tell you T.J. that. And TJ um,
2: Hawkinson. If you were number one, so like how, like how, do you, how do you allow that to get 45 points? Like that is concerning if you are Seattle. And as for Detroit, defensively, that is concerning as well. I, I was saying that throughout the year, that this defense isn't going to be that good. Um, and I said it would be the downfall of this team, despite them having a pretty good offense. I like Jared Goff played very well. Um, and that offense, with very short-handed, played very well on short notice. So, you know, there's, like a lot to, have, lot to go off and build off of the offense. But defensively, holy shit, you might as well just have said everybody sit on the bench would we'll let him score, and you would have the same
0: result. Let leave my boy Ify Milifanu out of here. He played great. Okay. And one message is that you didn't have to delete my comment. I just asked what shoes you had on. <laughs> okay. Anyway,
1: um. Oh yeah, so that game, uh, man, I feel so bad for the Lions. Like we 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 like to say that they're there, but oh, that defense—that's back-to-back years where they just they allow like the Giants are the the best offense, oh, uh, best scoring offense in the NFL. They're on pace to like score so many points, but they're also on pace to allow so many points. Yes, and, and, and again, like there's people that believe that the team could be a playoff team. I didn't. Did I think they could compete for a playoff spot? Oh, most definitely. But again, like this is the game where you're supposed to win. This is the game where it's like it's it's Geno Smith. Correct. You looked better. You've looked better playing better quarterbacks, and you allow Geno Smith to do this. Like, yeah, he has DK Metcalf, but like, I, I mean, I, we saw you guys shut down an offense that had Justin Jefferson. You didn't allow a touchdown to AJ. Brown, although he did go off, but you didn't allow a touchdown to him like um I just this is games like this is what's gonna hurt the lions. And as for Seattle, um like I said, I thought Seattle was going to be a competent team to to compete and win games, but I, of course we, I didn't think there were going to be anything special, and that's what I just take from here. You had two teams I think are closer to each other than farther apart, although I think one team believed that they were farther from the other. Like, I'm, I think the Lions thought they were the clear, t- better team than Seattle. And okay, I think this I mean, game – Everyone the thought they
2: were. Yeah. Th-
1: this game kind of showed that they're kind of a bit closer, especially if their defense is going to be playing like
0: that. Yeah, I agree. That was um, – that was hell. Before we move on, I just want to say, if you were versing Geno Smith in fantasy, you thought you had a win, and you did not. Did he <laughs> went off. Oh.
2: So I did Goff, though.
0: Goff did, too. How um, do you
1: – how do you clip plays in, in the PlayStation? Because I just made probably one of the greatest catches with Drake London.
0: <laughs> You've been playing PlayStation this whole time? Yeah. No um. Anyway, I just want quick prayers for DK. That injury looked pretty bad. He had to get carted off. Mm. Wait, he got hurt? No, he got carted <laughs> off because he couldn't make it to the bathroom. Yes, literally
2: I think he had to go to the yeah, he got carted off. Yeah, because he couldn't make it. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Moving on. We that's the one o'clock window is done. Moving on to the four o'clock window. We have the Broncos Raiders. Josh McDaniels finally got a win against his old team. And um,
1: And I am so happy because I picked it. I said that I said that they talked to to Josh McDaniel and it was going to bounce back over a win, and you guys are... Somebody told me that that didn't mean that they were going to win, that they were still stuck. It doesn't matter if Mark Davis talked to him. Now, does this mean they're going to go on a winning streak? No. I just think Wait. they were playing... They you were know, playing I, a team... I,
2: we, all, we all picked the Raiders to win, I believe. We did. Yeah, we
1: did. Then, it was, then it was Zach that told me that, but somebody told me that just because they got mad Josh McDaniels doesn't mean they're going to bounce back over a win. Um, That's what happened, but also they were playing a team that we don't like, and congratulations josh there's a coach worse than you and trust me i think there's two more coaches probably worse than you one coach is in arizona and the other coach is in carolina this was a game where again nathaniel hackett you are not an nfl coach and russ you i get you don't have a good coach but come on even when pete carroll was coaching terribly like you looked better like this is too good of a team to for you to be playing like this like Something is out of sync, and th- this is not what we expected. W- between a guy like you, like you're you're the apparently the mini version of Brady. You you bring the guys along. You're 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 training constantly in the off season. It looks like you have no training, and you have no chemistry at all with these players. Like it, it is really bad in Denver, and I wanted to pick. well, I think I did pick them last, but I wanted to say that they were going to be bad. Like I, I thought it was going to be a bad season, but I was like, it's Russ. He'll manage a way to – he manage for this team to still be solid. So I didn't want to sound like an idiot saying that, but I should have, I should have stick with it because he, he does not look good at all. And as for the Raiders, uh, congratulations, Devante, I hope you're happy. They kind of got you involved a bit. Um, That's, this is the only way you're probably going to win games when you play teams worse than you or teams wor- coached worse than you. Um, Damari, I feel bad for you. Also, you need to be freed from Nathaniel Hackett. Like, you're out here locking up Devontae Adams on one play, and you're, you're owning Brandon Bolden, the best pass-catching back of all time. Okay. You're doing everything you can, and, you know, come with Bill. Come team up with Jack Jones.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll go. So, um, as for this game, I mean, it, it, it just kind of goes to show, like, the Broncos 2-1, believe it or not, throughout the NFL landscape. It's going to rock your world. This team does not deserve to be two and one. Um, this team probably deserves to be on four, um, but at the end of the day, like their defense couldn't show up today, and it makes sense because you have guys on offense. And I don't, I don't even think that the Raiders' offense look crazy. I don't think Derek Carr has been all that good this season. Um, I, Devontae Adams hasn't been getting the ball as much as you think he would be. Josh Jacobs had a great game yesterday, finally, um, but. You know, it's just, it's just going to be – I think you can maybe get – you're going to get some more wins. You're going to get better. But it might be too late at this point with the division you're in and the schedule you have. And as for Denver, I mean, I, I'm going to say the same thing. You're probably going to get better. I don't know. Because, like, at least today, like, yes, they lost. But their offense actually looked like it made plays. Like, they made plays that you'd expect this offense to make. Um. And yes, they weren't. They still weren't like great. They didn't torture anything. But I thought Russell. This has been easily Russell Wilson's best game as a Bronco offensively. But the only caveat is, is you were going up against one of the worst defenses in the NFL, in the Raiders. Um, but yeah, like you said, Nathaniel Hackett isn't ready to coach. Um, and who who knows? Like that might be your downfall. It probably will be your downfall. But you know, yeah, at least at least your offense looked better. Is what I'll say. That's all I'll say for them.
1: Well, I had seen something that had said uh, that one of the reasons also why Nathaniel Hackett and Russ aren't getting that along is because that's, they weren't that the Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett as a, a way to try to see if they could get Aaron Rodgers. The deal was to bring both of them together. Mm-hmm. They didn't get Rodgers, and so then they just went to plan B, which was Russ.
2: Yeah. And also, I do want to add, I'm going to add, um, let's prayers up for uh, Javante Williams. He have suffered season ending. Uh, a season-ending torn ACL, so hopefully he recovers quickly.
1: Sam, um,
0: I' gonna be honest, I didn't watch one play of that game, so I cannot say much. Okay,
1: you weren't paying attention to your well, Super you Bowl pick and your coach of the year.
0: pick? He was watching the Patriots. Yes. <laughs>
1: all right. um, so. All right.
0: Moving on to the Panthers Cardinals game. I did watch a little bit of this because at the end of the page, this game I was flipping back and forth. Uh, CMC, why'd you have to do this to me in fantasy? <laughs> um, Tyler's is him, MVP, hooked. That's all I got to say. Yeah,
2: I mean. I'm gonna go on and say that this this is a mid off. This was the definition of a mid off. Um, this game was no. This game was awful. For sure. This was so, no mid off. Oh, it sure was. If you yeah, watch best season, QB in the no, league. No, 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 no. Because Kyler Murray was not good. The first three of the game. He just wasn't. I mean, that it was a ten take... ten game going into the fourth quarter, and no, nobody was good. Um, Cardinal, at least aside from the. Both defenses were actually pretty solid holding up, but that but then again, like you shouldn't be getting held up by Carolina's defense in this regard.
1: Especially like hanging
2: so-called yeah. elite
1: yeah. talent what? Uh, what is that noise? What is that? <laughs>
0: well, I – What is all this ruckus <laughs> Ramon said, um he was playing uh Madden I decided to hop on and I was moving everything to like hop on. Yeah like cool. I'm I'm playing with Zappy starting by the way. All right. So, Same here. Uh, all right, you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. So
2: as for the Cardinals game, I mean this is this is the definition of a mid off. Um Kyler Murray was mid like the entire game except the fourth quarter when his defense made plays he was able to get a rushing touchdown because of an almost pick six by whatever Gardek. Um J.J. Watt. I'm pretty like like, I'm pretty sure the Cardinals had, I believe, nine deflected passes from the defensive line from Baker May coming out of Baker Mayfield's hand, which is honestly very incredible, considering that we all thought that this Cardinals defense was going to be what's holding this team back. But in reality, it's the offense and it's Coach Cliff Kingsbury that's holding this team back. We we expected Cliff Kingsbury to hold this team back, but like we didn't expect him to hold this team back this much, and yeah. Honestly, like I think they're very lucky to get out of there with a win. I don't think they deserve to win the game with the way they played against Carolina. I'm not sold on this Cardinals team whatsoever. Um, that's pretty much all I have. And as for Carolina, I mean, the Baker experience doesn't look like it's working out too much, even though like you kind of you kind of didn't expect it to work out like crazy and be your franchise guy, but you wanted to give him the shot. And it's also time to fire that rule.
1: So, get out the via team. But it's okay because Sam the man is almost coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, to be honest, I saw a bit of this game. I didn't pay that much attention to it. All I know is that Cliff is still trash. It was a battle of the two worst coaches. Kyler had to carry, although Kyler did make a couple of mistakes. I was hearing people say it, it was a battle. Yeah, people said Kyler and, and Baker were competing to see who was the worst Oklahoma quarterback.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. But in the end, the better one made the place when it mattered the most. And um, well, we say this every week, and I'm pretty sure we're going to say this every week until it happens. Fire Matt Rule, mm-hmm. and if not, please save what's it called? What's his name? DJ um, e. Moore. DJ e. Moore. Yes, at the deadline, Carolina, you're not going to be contenders. Give him to a real quarterback, please. Just get him out of there. He mm-hmm. deserves so much better. Yeah. I uh, if I'm DJ, I, I would request a trade. Like you could go play Aaron Rodgers could use you. Uh heck maybe the, the Jaguars could add you. Another weapon to that really team. Of could use you. I <laughs> mean we could use them too, but is Bill gonna go to the move? Probably not. And even oh, if we yes. got him, what what how good is he gonna work if we're gonna have freaking Patricia still calling plays? I guarantee it would make them even worse. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's all I gotta add for that game.
0: Uh, <laughs> next we have Packers versus the Patriots. One of the best quarterbacks of all time. And uh, Aaron could not get it done against Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to go first. If, if Hoyer plays this game, we win.
1: Go ahead. No, no. If Mac plays this game, we win. So, I'm going to – I'm a little positive, a little negative with this game. Um, negative is going to go towards the coaching – I thought this was probably a better one of its best games. Um, for Bill, he kind of looked like the old Bill because usually with this past since since last season and the, the first couple games, Bill has been very laid back, where he's just like oh, just sitting there and like oh, just letting everybody do. It. I remember that that Buffalo game; he looked like he fat out Clint, like he, he he didn't seem very caring of that game. And this one, he was very more like the old Bill, getting into the drafty, and they coached it like that a bit. They they coached us to compete and have a shot at winning that game with Baby Zappi playing, with, even when Horrier started for the, the bit that he played. And then it looked a lot like, sorry, I'm going to bring you guys some, tra- some trauma, some Vietnam flashbacks, like that Dallas Cowboys-Patriots game last season it, where we got we coached to lose in the crunch time where it was more, let's just get out of here. Who cares if we win or not? that's how it looked like it like we had a shot to go into lambo with a third string quarterback and win that game and i get yeah sure maybe they don't trust baby zappy but i would have felt more better had we lost that game because baby zappy threw a pick like they they said you know what go go out there and try to make some throws make some plays and he and he tries and it and it didn't happen no they flat out quit they they ran it and then on third down they decided to pass it that, but that, one of the plays that upset me the most was that overtime first drive. So we run it with Harris, right, and then we got like four yards. And Stevenson then we chose right, to run right. four yards, Stevenson. Then we run it again, and it was like a gain of one. I, I would have thrown on second down. The Packers knew that the run was coming because we were doing run, run, pass, run, run, pass. The Packers knew run was coming. I would have tried to catch him off first because Bailey Zaffi was making some throws. You could throw on this Packers defense. Aguilar had a couple of big catches. Parker had that touchdown. Bourne was that making was, some plays when we got him the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. What were you saying?
2: I was going to say, by the way, that Devontae Parker touchdown, we got bailed out. Oh, yeah, the flag. Uh, was a guy, who a cares? game that should have been delayed. Whatever. Game. It, just, it case is case. what it is. Yeah.
1: We had a shot to win, but the coaching cost us. And also, this is the first game where I think I'm not going to be so mad at Steve because Steve also kept us in it, but Steve also cost us a bit in overtime with the way he, he played defense in that last drive. Why were we so off of the receivers? Rodgers was like, that's an easy eight yards that they're giving me every single play. That, that's your first L, Steve, because you've been really good for us this season. You were even good for us in that game, including that first half. And I also want to add, here's my happy. I said last week that I think our defense was borderline elite. I think I'm ready to say elite. I get how the Packers receiving situation is, but I still think that it's bet- better than what people make it out to be. Without, I know it's just been four games, but let's take a look at what this defense has done. In Lambeau Field, on the road, with a third-string quarterback, they were able to, keep, to give us a chance to win that game. We took Aaron Rodgers, one of the five greatest quarterbacks of all time, to overtime in his home with a third-string quarterback. Our defense gave us a chance to win. I know Lamar had five touchdowns on us, but again, our defense made plays in that game and gave us chances to win that game. Uh, week two, I know Trubisky is trash, but the Steelers have weapons all around, and they were able to shut them down for most of the day. And then we go to the Dolphins game. I know we lost that game, but that was the worst game that the Dolphins, by the way, would have looked really good at like that offense. No one can stop Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Their worst game was against us. Our defense, I'm putting it up. I think it's elite. Um, do they have the playmakers, the play the players? No, they don't, but they're well coached and they play really well. And I this next stretch of football is our winnable games where they're going to give us the chances again. They, they, I think it's it's gonna they've been playing more um um where they um where they just get stops and they don't really get turnovers. These next four to six games could be games where our defense finally provides points where they get picks, where they get fumbles and they take it to the house. So I'm very confident in the defensive part. I still have questions in the offense. Although I think yesterday we would have won had Mac Jones played. Um, then there was another thing I wanted to add oh, yeah, the, on the Packers side. This Packers offense is coming along every single week. Romeo Dobbs has now become a big part of this offense. Yep. Al Lazard, you you're solid. I mean, I, I thought you were trash. I don't think you're great either, but you're solid. They're trying to get Watson involved as much as they can. This Packers offense is not bad. And I think this we at first we were saying, oh, well, the blame was, well, they got rookies, it's come together, like just give us some time. If this if it continues to be a struggle and a trend, part of the blame is gonna have to go on Rodgers. And I think Matt LaFleur has also not been coaching that great with some of the stuff they've schemed. Um, because I, I look at this offense and they're not bad. Now, could they use another guy? Probably. I think you are an Odell Beckham or even a DJ more away from being an elite offense. They've got the run game. They've got the quarterback. They've got the complementary weapons. They probably just need the wide receiver one, but this Packers team, this Packers offense is not bad and we need to stop giving it passes for when it does, when it does bad. Um, and as for our, our side coaching kind of sold us by coaching scared in the end. I love this defense. And uh, the offense is the offense. Oh, and uh, I will say though, there is something to look forward to next week. Even if even if Bailey Zappi has to play, we are playing the worst, the the offense that allows the uh, the defense that allows the most points in Detroit. So if we look terrible on that bill. That, that should be enough for you to, to know that Matt Patricia sucks. Mm-hmm. If we cannot do anything yeah, against God. that offense. <laughs> Y'all yeah. right. yeah, can go ahead. Oh, actually, no, my bad. My, bad. Um, my little mini rant, my bad. You've been, two guys
2: deserve it. Two on guys deserve
1: standards. it. Sorry, sorry. Two guys deserve it. Miles Bryant, Isaiah Wynn, I need yes. you off yes. of this team now. You are yes. bums, Isaiah. When yes. you are so yes. bad that Marcus Cannon looked way better than you playing yes. for us, I,
2: I, and I, I think that's
1: that. gonna happen. I
2: said that. That's
1: going to happen. When, you are probably getting yeah. You're probably getting shifted off, and Marcus Cannon's gonna become the starting right tackle for this team. You do nothing. But by the way, you, it's your fault that Mac is hurt. It's your fault that Brian Hoyer got hurt, and you you literally. Unlike our other – when our O-linemen get beat, they try to, like, get back and, like, oh, well, they'll still try to make up, try to help even if they know they don't have a chance at helping after they've been beat. Isaiah, when he gets beat and he just walks away like, oh, well, too bad. Go ahead and get my guy. He doesn't even try to go back at it. He, he literally – it's like – he's literally playing like he's trying to sabotage us on purpose. He He's a war criminal. Get him off this team. Miles Bryant, you do absolutely nothing good for this team. You need to get out of here – Put in Marcus Jones. Let's see what he has. Also, Jack Jones needs to be getting more playing time. Yeah. He is really good too. His tackling needs to to get better, but he's a really good coverage corner. Yeah, and there, that's now you guys can go.
2: All right, so I'm gonna start off by saying I was gonna say that um, Jack Jones pick six fumble re- fumble force fumble uh, no, fumble recovery my fault, and then Marcus Jones had that really good punt return. So that plus that equals Miles Bryant should be getting no fucking playing time whatsoever. Like he should he should he should never see the field at all for, because of those two things right there. That that should be enough for Bill to say seal it. Um but as for the game, um like you said the Packers offense is getting better and better and better. Romeo Dobbs is slowly becoming that like he he looks very good. He's starting to become that trustworthy guy that Aaron Rodgers needs. Watson's get doing his thing occasionally and you know, he's just been that safety guy. Then I've, obviously we know how good the running backs are. Um as for our side of the ball, um I honestly think that that was probably that was the best game plan we had. I think. I think yeah. that's the game plan regardless of QB that we should stick with. Because yes, like you, you can say that we'd win with Max I think we win with Mac Jones if we stuck to that same game plan. I believe, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the game plan, if you will, because, <laughs> um, like, like I was saying, like Mac Jones, these last couple of weeks, we've kind of, we've kind of let him do what he wants. Like we've, we've been saying, like, you have to know what you can and can't do, and if we had that kind of structured offense around him where he was, he was restricted with what he can do, and that. Um, the run game really took over because before Mac went down, like, our running game was a not like pretty much a non-factor through, like the majority of like the first like three weeks. Yeah. We didn't run the ball. If we called the game like that, and Mac was on, and Mac was our quarterback, we probably do win that game just because we're more confident in Mac to make throws at certain points of the game that we would have needed a throw to be made. So. It, but if we if we called the game, like we've been calling it the first three weeks, we would have got shit. But um, I I do like what I saw from the two running backs. Uh, Bailey Zappi came in and yeah, he didn't set the world on fire, but I thought he was, he made, he made plays when he needed to at certain times. You can't expect him to, to make the game winning plays, especially if you're Especially if you're an inexperienced fourth round pick, who's supposed to be a third string QB, I thought he looked pretty decent for the first start in the NFL. Um, not start, but first first appearance in the NFL. Because you know, you know, you can't really expect much from a guy like that. So I thought he put in, he came in, and you know, played well enough for us to be in this game. And you know, I, I Damian Harris was really good, and Ramondre also looked very good. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Zappy is him. <laughs> Jack Jones played really good. I want to mm-hmm. see Marcus Jones. I want to see Miles Bryant. I'm sorry. You you are. I almost want to say Nikhil. Nikhil level bad. He is Nikhil you know, level man, bad. I'm
2: going to go on record. Nikhil made. Positive, like he, yeah, yes, he
0: wasn't good. I was not positive, but he, no, he was, occasionally had he made a positive, a positive
2: play, play that, some, like, it didn't help us win or lose at the end, end of the day. But like, he made a play that resulted in something positive in the Patriots' direction. Like he, he, like he wasn't great, but he made plays that moved yeah. us down the field or helped us out. Every time Miles Bryan is on the field, he hurts. He hurts. He's only had
1: one good play. Leader.
0: Miles Bryant, please retire for the kids. It's, it's
1: My- Miles really... Bryant only has only had one good play, which is that Bills game. Yeah, fucking
0: a year ago at this point, Miles Bryant, please. For Christmas, all I want is for you to fucking retire. Um, that's all I can say.
1: Um, oh, also, uh, a guy that needs to get some praise because we had coming into season, we just trashed and trashed on him. Jelani Tavai, you were pretty good yesterday, and you've been solid this season. I remember we were all upset that he made the roster. I remember we even got upset when he he was being elevated and being named a starter and that he was going to be He was getting playing time. He's been solid, and I think yesterday was his
0: best game. He made a couple of big tackles. Ever since so, last year he when, he a great, when he made a great play for me in Madden, I've been a Tavai guy this whole time.
2: The Tavai guy is wild.
1: Well, I have him currently in Madden. I gave him Superstar X Factor because he deserves it. Okay, all right. Uh, but
0: one thing I want to say on that note, same thing as Ramon, we all trashed on him. Nelson Aguilar has been playing pretty well.
1: Right, Smelly Nelly has been really good.
0: All right, moving on. Last game, we have the Chiefs box. I don't now. I don't want him
1: to go. I like him.
0: All right. Chiefs Bucks game we're
2: talking about now, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I think the NFL meme page just summed it up best, and, and and basically everybody that unfortunately prayers up, they you know they went through a rough week, right? They their towns and cities could have got destroyed, houses are underwater, it's an unfortunate oh. scenario, and then Tampa goes out and puts on that kind of dud. It's like the hurricane should have been every sort of motivation for these people and these fans to come out there and show them what you have. And honestly, Tom Brady has looked pretty good. Um, Tom Brady, Tom Brady actually looked pretty good. Yeah, last night. Mike Evans too. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin came back. Like he start, he looked like Tom Brady of old in a way. Like he wasn't like out. Like he didn't think he was as dominant, but he was moving the ball down the field. That offense looked like it was whole again. But holy shit, that defense was terrible. And Patrick Mahomes finally, like, like I thought he looked pretty mid these last couple weeks against the Chargers and the Colts. Like, he showed out last night. Um, it was, like, three touchdowns. And so, like, he, he was pulling off some Houdini shit. The one to Clyde, the one to Boo-Boo Schuster on the 40-yard uh, <laughs> line. Um, he was pulling out some Houdini shit, and he looked incredible. Um, yeah, I mean that—that's pretty much all I have because, like, the Chiefs' defense made stops, and the Bucks' defense didn't. That's pretty much—that's pretty much the reason that the Chiefs won, and the Bucks lost. Like, that's pretty much it. Like, there was just a shootout, and it was like a lot. The game was a lot closer than the score really. The, the game was a lot further away, and like, like, what do you call it? The game wasn't as close as the score made it seem because, yeah. Even though, even though they only lost by, they only won by ten. Like they dominated the Buccaneers most of the night.
0: Speaking of Boo Boo's Schuster, Antonio Brown is going
2: oh. crazy. Put that shit crazy. on, baby. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh my God, mm-hmm. this man isn't stopping. Um,
1: oh, also, um, yeah, I'm kind of everything matched summed up. Like this game was not as close as the score said. Brady's just the reason this game looks go- close. But I want to say. Good. Yes, yesterday's two games showed a reason as to why people need to stop this whole Brady carried Bill, Bill, or the ones that are Bill carried Brady. They both were great for each other. Last yeah. night, if Brady was our quarterback, we win in Lambo. And if Bill was coaching for Brady last night, they beat Mahomes because that defense with Bill Belichick coaching it. That people seem to forget that with worse defenses, Bill Belichick has held Patrick Mahomes in every single game we faced him to no touchdowns in every first half of those games. And if you would have given him that Tampa defense, Brady easily wins that game last night. If Brady was our quarterback with the way our defense was keeping us in that game, we easily win last night. I mean, y- y- last afternoon, yesterday in the afternoon. That's all I Brady had to add. To yeah, he should come home. And then Coach Mack while he's at it. One last season, Brady. One final ride. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: The last, um, the last dance
0: before we end it off. Um, do you guys think Brady uh, retires the Patriot? Yeah,
1: crap. It's a crap. Gives him that little one day thing.
0: I like. It's tough for me though
2: because we saw him retire last year.
0: And, and he didn't he, care about signing that one. That's what I'm came. saying. So like it, it's, So why would he care about it
1: now? That's exactly that, what I'm getting. At. Because he, that he didn't he didn't mean that retirement. He was forced into it by Adam Schefter and his wife. He didn't want to retire. Also, you don't just retire and then immediately go that quickly. I, I was expect, had he stayed retired, I was expecting him to sign like around June or July when it's mostly done. Like Kraft had other stuff to do. There was no reason for him to sign that quickly. I do believe Kraft will get it done. Brady will do that one day thing with us. It just, there's no way, even if he may be mad at Bill or something, he he would not do that to us. He loves this place too much to do that. He knows that it's only, I mean, Peyton Manning left the Colts, and I personally think that Peyton Manning in Denver was better than Colt Peyton Manning, and he still went back and signed that one day deal with them. And he didn't do it that quickly. Will Fork, when he retired, he didn't come with us that quickly to do the one day. Everyone takes their time. Tom will do it. We just got to wait and be patient. And if he doesn't do it then I guess bridges were burned and it is what it is. But Brady we'll never forget do it. well no, we'll never no, we'll never forget the 20 years in the 6 rings. Yeah,
0: fucking hate Brady. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> that's going to cap it off. Um make sure to look at our uh our power rankings that we posted on TikTok. Um uh, anything else
1: then? Um, oh, I, by the way, I looking like a genius right now. I was the only one that put the Cowboys in the top ten.
0: You also didn't have the Eagles at number one.
1: Because they are number one, mean Matt just
0: told you. I'd take uh, the
1: Bills and the Chiefs over them. Alright, well I take I take healthy Tua and the Dolphins over them. That's I That's don't not know. a wild take. That's
2: not a bad take. But anyway. Uh, um Monday night game, Rams, 49ers. Who does everyone – Who does you? we have the Rams, you have the 49ers, everyone. Yeah, you guys well, stick into your picks.
0: So you have yeah, a chance I'm going to I'm change. Gonna stick
2: to it, but I'm going to allude to the fact that whenever this episode comes out, a little bit of a sneak peek into the predictions is that there's going to be changes made. That's all you got to know. Yeah. We'll explain explaining in the next episode, but we've come up with some ideas to you know spice it up a little bit. So that's all you got to We know.
1: leave you with this cliffhanger. Yeah. Goodbye,
2: (laughs) guys. That's wild.